I'm Annabelle Prokopi, and a couple years ago, I stepped into the world of a young climate activist, and I haven't looked back. I believe in creating powerful and measurable change while thinking deeper about the topics you're fighting for. In the two years I've been growing and learning as an activist, I've become deeply passionate about sharing my insights and experiences to help other young people to take the risk and gain the confidence to do the same. These are the insights and the conversations to shift your mindset and take on the world. This is the On Strike with Insight podcast. The cruciality of this election cannot be overstated. The stakes are simply too high for you to be complacent. There is so much on the line, and I'm sure you know that. Honestly, our future is at stake. That's probably the biggest one. The future of our climate, of the earth. If Trump wins another four years and we're still out of the Paris Climate Accord, and the EPA is being defunded and is corrupt, we'll be dragged farther behind than we already are. The issue of racism will intensify and white supremacy will become much more prevalent. Now, this race is not the only thing that matters in this election. The presidential election is not the only thing that matters. Take this for instance. Biden could win the presidency, but if we don't win the Senate, Biden's proposals and bills will get nowhere. If we don't win local elections and create a system where local policy enforcement is for the people and for equality, we won't see the change we need. You have the power to create an impact this fall because you have the power to influence local elections in your hometown. You have the power to influence House of Representative elections. You have the power to influence the Senate election. You even have the power to influence the presidential election. Listen closely, because you have the power if you're 60 or if you're 16. Raise your hand if you post on your Instagram story, your Twitter, your Facebook, whatever platform you use, about the revolting actions of Trump, of corrupt politicians down the ballot. Or raise your hand if you don't post on social media, but you're disgusted, enraged, and angry about the state of the world and the state of American politics. But you don't think twice about how you could take that energy and use it to create an impact this fall. Well, this episode is for you. You may not be 18 yet, and you may not be able to vote in the election for our futures, but this does not mean that you get to be complacent. It does not mean that you get to criticize the people in power and the people running for office without taking action to vote them out. It does not mean that you can be satisfied with what you're doing if all you're doing, if all you're doing is sharing something on social media to the same hundred people who see it, who already have the same views and the same ideologies as yourself. It doesn't mean that you get to call it a day. 
after posting an informative and powerful but generic and already highly shared graphic on your story and forget about it. So ask yourself this, what am I trying to accomplish when I share these posts? Because there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Maybe it helps you feel in control of where the world's going. Maybe it helps you to form connections with your like-minded friends, and it certainly helps to spread information quickly. So take that energy, what you just recognized as your motive, that powerful, hopeful, enraged energy, and do more with it. Because doing the bare minimum is not what being under 18 and the selection means. And doing the bare minimum is not what being over 18 and the selection means because voting is not enough. So I want you to listen to this episode too. On social media or inside your own head, your enragement is complacent. And we cannot be complacent. I'm challenging you throughout this episode to think of three ways that you're going to make a difference this fall. They can be small things. They can be the bigger things I talk about. Maybe you don't have a lot of time. If you're in high school, if you're like me and you have school, I do cross country. I'm obviously very active in the climate community, planning actions and strikes. But even I can take 10 minutes a day. I can take 10 minutes out of my day and I can do something that can make a difference in the selection. Or, you know, it doesn't even have to be every day. Maybe I decide I'm going to take two hours out of my weekend, every weekend, just for the next four weeks until the election, you guys, four weeks, just two hours every weekend, and I make calls to voters, or I do lit drops, or I do any of the other things that I'm about to talk about. That's what I challenge you to do. Three things. We're going to come back to this at the end, and I want you to commit to them. Three things. That's it. Let's get into it. The first thing you can do, and I highly recommend this one, you guys, however you want to create an impact this fall, this is for you. Sign up with the local Democratic headquarters, wherever you live. If you live in Tippecanoe County, where I live, there's one in Lafayette. And if you just search Democratic headquarters near me, results should come up. It is super easy to sign up and get involved. I'll be linking the sign up form on the Tippecanoe County Democratic Headquarters website in the description of this podcast. Once you fill out the form, you should be contacted by a volunteer to get started. They offer so many opportunities, from phone banking to lit drops to volunteering at the headquarters, and they'll let you know every time there's a volunteer opportunity so you can get involved. I just mentioned phone banking and lit drops, terms some of my listeners may be unfamiliar with. Phone banking is exactly what it sounds like. You're basically campaigning for a candidate over the phone to register voters. Now, you guys, I know this sounds a little bit intimidating. I know it did for me before I started doing it. After all, you're calling people you don't even know and telling them, hey, make sure you're registered to vote. Have you heard about this candidate? What's your plan to vote? And that can be scary. It can be intimidating, but I promise you, 
if you just give it a go, you may just find it so much better than you set it out to be. I film banked for hours over the summer for an internship I was doing, and here's what I got out of it. I gained so much confidence. The difference at the beginning of the summer versus the end and my public speaking, my intimidation when talking to people I don't know, was very prevalent. Phone banking is productive. It's helpful for the candidate's campaign. Plus, phone banking can be fun. If you do it with friends, whether over Zoom or in person, the time flies by. I want to address your concerns today. I want to make you making an impact in this election straightforward and not stressful. So let's address what you're all probably thinking. Isn't it intimidating and worrying to call people who may be rude to you or simply aren't interested? And that is a valid concern. But it's not as terrible as it sounds. Throughout your whole time phone banking, you may get one or two rude calls, but you just hang up, move on, and remember that it is not personal. If it still gets you down, just remember the impact you are making. Remember the conversations that lift you up. The voters who tell you, I'm going to register to vote. The people who thank you for what you're doing. The people who say yes. I haven't heard of your candidate, but I am going to vote for them. It is powerful. It is important. But if you still don't want to phone bank, that's okay. You can text bank where you text voters instead of calling them, or do lit drops where you drop off info flyers about candidates at front doors without having to speak to anyone at all. All of these are great ways that you can get directly involved in a campaign. If there's a specific candidate that you want to volunteer for, reach out to them. Maybe you're excited that someone is finally running for the Congress seat that's been occupied by a conservative for years. Maybe you think the county council candidate brings passion and new insights to the table. You can find their emails online and simply ask if they have volunteer opportunities. You can also follow them on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, where they'll often post their volunteer opportunities that you can get involved with. And show up. If you see a volunteer opportunity on a candidate's social and you're available, show up for them. I encourage all of you to get involved in these aspects of the election, the campaigning and volunteering, because it is crucial. But I have a few other ways that you can create an impact as well. First of all, talk to your parents and your grandparents. Are they registered to vote? If so, do they have a plan? Did they request the mail-in ballot? Have they mailed it in? Are they voting early at the polls? Are they voting on election day? Do they have a plan to take an hour off of work? Have hard conversations with your parents about why it matters to you that they use their vote to support candidates who will work for a better future. Also, text all of your friends who are over 18 and remind them to vote and to register to vote. 
And if you're listening and you're over 18, you better be registered to vote. If you're not, head over to IWillVote.com now and get registered. I know I kind of dissed social media at the beginning of this episode, but I cannot emphasize enough how important it is. Just don't make it all that you're doing. Follow all of your local candidates, and when they post volunteer opportunities or useful information, share it on your story or your feed. You have the power to spread this information to other students and help your local candidates immensely. You can become someone that others know is informed about the election and the candidates and who they can come to if they want reliable information or have questions about getting involved. And of course, activism is a million times more fun with friends. So get yourself an accountability bud. Tell them to listen to this podcast to get informed. Text each other when they see new volunteer opportunities. And take action together when you volunteer. Wouldn't it be a powerful memory to have impacted the 2020 election results together? That was a lot of information, but I hope it gave you some new insights on different ways that you can get involved and got you just a little bit excited. Excited to make an impact. Excited to play a part in the election for our futures. Excited to learn and grow as an engaged citizen. All right, I told you we'd be coming back to your three ways that you're going to make an impact this fall. Are you going to reach out to the Democratic headquarters? Look into phone banking opportunities, lit drops? Are you going to follow local candidates on social? Are you going to spread their volunteer info? Are you going to talk to your parents or grandparents or friends about their voting plan? Are you going to get an accountability partner? Three things. Commit to them. Open up your notes app or grab a piece of paper right now and I want you to write them down. And I want to hear how you're making a difference and getting involved this fall. It would make my day if you message me your three commitments on Instagram or Twitter at Annabelle Procopy or by emailing AnnabelleProkopy at gmail.com. You may not be 18 yet, but it does not mean that you do not have a voice. Get involved. Get informed. Turn your energy into action because we have a lot of work to do. Thank you for tuning in to my fourth episode, Under 18 and Unsure, Election 2020. If you like what you heard here today, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give On Strike with Insight a five-star rating so that my podcast can get out into the world. I can't wait to see you on my next episode for more insight.